what is happening chums welcome to a game with chums podcast with me is my very handsome uh, beautiful um you know chum mr Rose. he's as you probably not been aware but he's he's had the big the big the big naughty virus and he was a mega lurgy that's right and he's been out of the been out of been out of action but he's back now he's uh yeah so more than let me uh go into detail i'll, I'll ask you how, how you how the fuck have you been uh it wasn't fun mm. i had covid for basically two weeks just under two weeks i think i had my first test on a monday and then my first clear test on a the following friday so uh, yeah a little under two weeks and it sucked um yeah. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. fun i don't recommend it yeah. I, had, I had a family funeral i had to go to up uh up north up so, there north up, up north. That there north. Yeah. so i pretty much drove the the length the entire length of the country um mm. go to a funeral and then for that all that effort ended up getting covid because the um I don't think it was the service. The service was in like a tiny chapel where everyone was like packed in like that. Um, but at the very least, I was wearing a mask and the people I was with were wearing masks. Um, not many other people were. As is the way these days, apparently people have just decided they're not going to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. But the wake was in this tiny little function room in a tiny little pub in a town called New Biggin, which is like right on the North Sea coast. So it's freezing. And this room was like not much bigger than someone's living room. And there were like 50 people crammed in there. And um, obviously you can't drink through a mask. So I had the mask off. I just had a couple of pints of Guinness. Um, but it was literally like standing there like that, drinking like this, crammed in with all these people. And I, I walked in and thought, oh, this isn't good. So I stayed for about half an hour, I think, kind of showed my face and then thought, all right, I'm, I'm not very comfortable here. I'm going to gonna call it at that um that was the friday and then i started feeling a bit off on the sunday evening woke up monday full-blown covid so yeah that sucked Not good. and um yeah it's just just kind of what am i now just over two weeks since i got my first negative test and it's still kind of kicking my ass a bit so it's mm. yeah, it's not fun it kind of it hangs around i was speaking to someone that had it months ago and she was like yeah I, I i still struggle every morning i get up and i have to kind of pull myself together and like take vitamins like take multivitamins and everything just to kind of get going in the morning um so yeah i hope it doesn't last that long but it's still i'd say i'm probably about like 70 percent at the moment just kind of if i bend if i bend down to pick something up i get very lightheaded if i do it more than once i feel like i'm gonna pass out so that's not good so just trying to just trying to relax but i also had a job interview last week and got offered a job so i don't know how much time i'm gonna to have to relax soon so just try and get as well as i can as quick as i can i guess okay cool uh, I'm, I'm doing very well mr ross thanks for asking <laughs> how are you doing paul yeah um i'm better than you from the sounds of it um you know everyone's been catching covid and i've been getting like going to bars for free and drinking for free and watching football matches for free and just you know like living the um the, the privileged life and um and dodging yeah, covid at every dodge, turn dodging covid man uh i'm probably like one of the few people i know that haven't 
had COVID at all. Like, uh, so I was thankful for that. I must just have superior immune system to everyone. So <laughs> I'm annoyed. I dodged it for two years. I was so careful. I've, I've barely gone anywhere for two years. And then yeah, I'm kind of annoyed I ended up getting it. I'm kind of through no fault of my own because I was about as careful as I could be really within reason. And then it was just kind of like walking into that wake and you looked around and thought, oh, this is going to be a fucking super spreader event. Well, maybe not super spread because there's about 50 people there, but it's going to some, you just, you walk in and think someone in here has got it. I know they have. And some arsehole gave it to my uncle and his uh, partner got it as well. So I'd imagine plenty of other people that were there got picked it up as well. So yeah, it's just, people seem to have just kind of decided it, the whole thing is over and they don't need to worry about it anymore. And now like, not helped by the government basically effectively telling people to go to work if they've got it, which is just ludicrous. But but now people are just going out with COVID and infecting other people. And it's just, we're not doing testing anymore. So who knows how many people have got it in the country at the moment. I would wager a guess that it's the highest it's ever been right now, honestly. Um, but we have no official figures, so who knows? But we have no, no um, measures in place no social distancing or anything and it hasn't gone anywhere it's still out there and this 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 variant luckily in a sense it was the omicron variant which is finds it harder to get into your chest because that would probably kill me but it, it gets into your throat and infects your throat so my my throat was absolutely horrific for two weeks but it's probably a good thing in a sense that i got that one and not an earlier variant that might have killed me so but yeah, I mean, it's like extra transmissible and now we've decided we don't need to worry about it anymore. So I'd, I would not be surprised if there were millions of cases in the country right now. And we've just all decided it's over because the government told us that. And it's just, it's not good. Uh, yeah. Are you wondering where your cats disappeared to? No, no I was just wondering, looking, looking at the, my, where my figure is there, and I'm like, what is in that picture? I don't recognize the picture. It's your like, it room, look, man. It looks different from what I from 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 what I'm looking at. It's a picture of my of my of my cat, but it doesn't on on camera. It looks different. It looks like there's someone. Oh wait, that's just a reflection from my from my shelf. Oh fuck! What <laughs> 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 the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I thought. I, I, yeah, like we were lighting the um the the, so, the the conversation with a. Uh, so I've had COVID. Crazy. and Paul's losing his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds sounds bright, right? But yeah, on, on today's um podcast episode, we don't have a solid topic we can really talk about. So we're just gonna it's gonna be like a general like we're just gonna talk and catch up and you know like talk about you know like what's happening in game or what we're doing what we want to talk about so yeah like let's just start off man like um i wanted to mention a thing like um we're going to mix gaming news with the general topic so we can just discuss it it'll be like a broad thing but yeah um one of the big things at the moment it seems to be elden ring every that game's taken off i think it sold 18 mil million copies I think some crazy amount, something, some, something ludicrous. It's really weird because like um, Dark Souls, because it's made by the same people. Um, it was such a niche game when it first, like I think the Demon Souls and stuff like that, when it came out, no one really played it. And it's just sort of taken off and everyone it seems to love it and play it. Um, I'm not a big 
that's not my sort of game those sort of um dark souls-esque sort of games it's not really my thing but like it's taken off huge and like on social media i mean you've got like youtubers streamers you know everyone seems to be playing it and talking about it and they seem to like it i have been i've watched a few streams and it does look good but those types of games have never really appealed to me so we've not really got into that bandwagon and i don't know if i like people say oh, you've got to give it a chance play it you, you'll like it but it's just i played a bit of dark souls and it's not really i didn't really enjoy it i don't know why it's just something about it it's just it doesn't appeal to me and i think i think you're the same way as well to be honest like you've not really got into the the, the whole dark dark souls-esque games the genre you know you got bloodborne you got Sekiro, you got uh obviously all the dark souls elden ring and there's a couple of others i'm probably missing off of the top of my head but yeah that sort of game genre is kind of taking off at the moment where it's like hard as nails but rewarding at the same time but uh, that's i don't know it's it's sort of like there's another game that got released as well which uh, horizon forbidden west and that's really overshadowed oh, yeah. remember that came out remember that it's, it, they should have pulled back the release man like they should a, have yeah like a, at least a couple of months because that's because really... the first one came out and then like i don't know like a week later or something um breath of the wild came out and mm. overshadowed it and then the second one came out and then like a week later elden ring comes out and it's just like they they need to position their games a bit better i think yeah like the, the horizon games well i say the games are good i haven't played the second one but i really like the first one um mm -hmm. and they're good they're like high 80s i think they're like 88 and 89 metacritic mm. which is a very good score but then you've got elden ring is like 97 which is mad it's like one of the highest rated games of all time and then uh breath of the wild is like 90s it's in the 90s can't remember off the top of my head but but yeah they need to i think they need to start thinking about oh breath of the wild is also 97 so yeah there you go 297 games uh each time a horizon game comes out but yeah they need i think they need to think a bit better about positioning their games um I, I i quite like that sony's willing to put games out in like the first quarter because microsoft very very rarely does that and it's kind of leaves most of Microsoft stuff comes out in like in the final quarter, so they use like nine months of the year with nothing a lot of the time. So I appreciate Sony putting stuff out for early in the year, but yeah, they need to time it better so they don't run up against Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild. It's yeah, just absolutely. bad timing. It's a, they're two completely uh, they're the same sort of genre, the RPGs, but they're done very differently. Like Elden Ring doesn't sort of spoon feed you cutscenes and the, the plot. You sort of pick it up as you go. There's no actual real cutscenes in it apart from maybe i don't even think the beginning intro has a proper cutscene it's just still images which is just like weird because normally dark souls has a cinematic um intro but mm. um, elden ring doesn't but yeah like um compare them it's completely different like the 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 forbidden west is like that sort of triple a sort of big budget RPG. cinematic cinematic as hell man good cutscenes looks gorgeous and Elden Ring is complete opposite. They don't. It's just they sort of just drop you in it, and then you pick up and learn, and you know, read from indexes and here's the world. You figure yeah, it out. You figure out. And I think this Elden Ring's open world as well. 
um dark souls wasn't it was just it had different paths you can go but this one's just open world so you pretty much can just do what you want there's npcs in the game but there's no like 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 um where you talk to a character and you um you know you get like a little one-on-one scene it's just sort of like left you can walk away while they're still talking and stuff like that so I don't know. That's again sort of never really appealed to me. I'd, I'd call me a traditionalist. I like the, sort of the old-fashioned RPGs. You know, maybe like because I've been raised on Bioware and been spoiled by those sort of that that developer. Like they, that, I'm so used to that sort of their style of storytelling, hmm. um, which is a shame because like um, you know, obviously their last game was a complete departure and man, that was a debacle. But we don't need to get into that. But um, yeah, it's just. I don't know, man. I, I was thinking to myself, maybe I should just jump on that bandwagon of Elden Ring, but I think to myself, do I, would I really like it? Do I really want to get angry and annoyed in the game? You know, Frustrated. That, apparently, it's the, it's the more accessible <clears throat> of the game, of these Dark Souls games. Yeah, I don't know about that. I've seen people saying that, but I've got... Um, there's a group I'm in on WhatsApp. It's basically like sprung off of the old Eurogamer forums, so it's basically like bunch of us that just talk about games and stuff and a few of them well almost all of them have been playing Elden Ring uh, uh, some of them have been kind of complaining that some of the bosses feel kind of not balanced right like um, they were talking about Sekiro and how Sekiro is like a much faster paced game and they were saying some it feels like some bosses are playing Sekiro while you're playing Dark Souls and there's mm. just like there's such a constant like barrage of attacks that they, it's hard to find space and i was watching um jeff grubb doing one of the podcasts he's on i can't remember which one it was now he was talking yesterday or the day before i think and he was saying that it basically feels like all, a lot of the bosses are balanced for co-op and for like summoning other players in and he was like yeah i'm, I'm fine with that because it's fun to just like play with others and just get into crazy hijinks but it kind of feels like it's balanced around that. So I don't know. Like I have seen people say it's like the accessible face of souls, but then I've heard other people say it's like harder than all of them. It's kind of hard to get a read on it really. But um, yeah, I don't know. I might try it when it's like 20 quid, just so I don't feel like I'm wasting 60 quid on it. But who knows? Yeah. You think you'll ever try it out? If it comes on Game Pass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will, yeah. I don't I was, think any of From's games have ever gone on Game Pass, so I, it's probably I, not likely. I, I think Demon Souls have been on, not Demon Souls, Dark Souls was on Game Pass. Pretty sure Is that it? was. I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. It might have been one of those games you get with Xbox Gold. Might be that actually. So um, hmm. maybe yeah. But yeah, they're, they're, speaking of FromSoft, there were hmm. rumors that Sony will buy the studio. Been hearing that, and Konami. That's been going around, trending on Twitter. Yeah, the, the speculation has been rampant because um, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny Games, um, he does a PlayStation podcast called PS I Love You, and uh, he tweeted out, oh, I'm, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he tweeted out, oh, there's some, some Sony news coming this week, so I'm pushing my podcast recording back by four days so we can talk about it. And then he said that he'd heard like three things. And, uh, and then people just went nuts. I'm like, oh my God, Sony's buying um, FromSoft or Konami or Remedy. And it just ev- literally everyone, there was, I even saw a tweet from GameSpot saying Sony might be buying EA. And I'm like, where is this coming from? 
motherfucker. There's n- there's nothing to this, and Why people would... are just going nuts. EA would never sell, man. <laughs> They're in such a good position; they, they, they don't need yeah, to. Yeah, they have no need to, yeah. and they just mm. bought. They've been they've been acquiring others, so they're not going to be mm. selling any selling to anyone at this point. Mm. I think people. I think the acquisition of Activision Blizzard has broken some people's brains, and now they're thinking just like everyone is anyone and everyone is up for grabs but it's kind of ignoring the fact that activision were in a very precarious position and saw a sale as a kind of way out of them to wash their hands of the shit they created and just get out and make money on it ea is not in that position so they, they don't need to sell why would they why would they sell when they they're making ridiculous amounts of money but yeah it's just pe- people seem to have just gone completely nuts with it, hmm. and um, it doesn't doesn't seem like there's anything in it, honestly, to hmm. me. Like, I don't want to impugn the uh, the um, character of any of these Twitter and YouTube insiders that they do have sources, but like a big acquisition like that is not getting leaked ahead of time, like. Who's, nobody knew about Activision Blizzard. It came out literally came out of nowhere. I remember the first the first inkling of it was literally minutes before it came out, like two minutes before, because I was watching the um, the Xbox um, thread on Reset Era, and someone posted a um, tweet from I can't remember maybe Dina Bass or Mary Jo Foley, one of these. Um, tech reporters that focuses on Microsoft. I'm hearing rumors that Microsoft might be buying Activision Blizzard and everyone was like, nah, that's nonsense. That can't be, oh fuck. And then like literally a minute or two later, the the official confirmation came out. People don't know about this stuff days in advance. They can't, people can't talk about it because then there'd be insider trading going on and everything. It'd be highly illegal. So if there's going to be, if Sony are buying anyone and people know about it, it's going to be a private studio. Because then it's not kind of uh, holding to the same. Rules. I don't. Yeah, that's not Sony's sort of um, mo. It's to buy publishers. They just buy single studios. It just works better for them in that in that in that sense. It's just not buy. They're not. I don't think they're in the position to be buying like the the, the big publisher. Well, they maybe yeah maybe Konami, but at the moment that their 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 goal is to buy. Single studios, and then with games, certain games they sort of pay, pay for the exclusivity. Speaking of like, because you got, uh, I think Ghostwire Tokyo is releasing soon, or is it? Has, has it's it out. It's out yeah, now. It's a, yeah, a week or two ago. I yeah, think. And, that, and that's one of the games that um, Sony sort of paid for the rights to um, exclusivity rights. That and um, and uh, Deathloop, and I'm pretty sure they they've got like a uh, su- uh, uh, was it Saifu? Sifu, that's um, Sifu, yeah, that yeah, came th- out a while. That, that's well. exclusive, for, timed exclusive. And there's a, there's, I, f- I think Forsaken's is, is exclusive. Timed. That's, that's a two, that's a two-year timed exclusive. Yeah. So, two years, two years. Who ever heard of two years? Well, they're yeah. saying that Final Fantasy VII uh, remake is now at the two-year mark. So, that was originally a one-year exclusive, and now we're uh, a week shy of two years. So, who the fuck? knows what's going on with that game mm. but yeah final fantasy 16 as well is a timed exclusive they are throwing around a lot of money for timed exclusives 
Yeah, but, um, but big acquisitions don't don't leak. Even big private ones really don't leak. Like Bungie, nobody saw Bungie coming. That came mm. out of nowhere. No, there was nobody on Twitter going, "Ooh, I've heard about a big acquisition coming from Sony." No, it just came out of nowhere. Mm. So, I, when someone says, oh, "I've heard about a big acquisition," I'm like, "Yeah, of course you have. Whatever." I'm not yeah. going nuts about. It. I just, you know, well, I don't think anyone should be going nuts about. It. Just wait and see if something happens. I think like I they would, they would. Sorry, they were talking about that on their next state of play that they were announced, like a studio or publisher acquisition. Nothing. So, um, kind of a yeah. I, I always take like what I hear on Twitter on a with a pinch of salt. I just look at it and I see it trend like Konami or from soft trending. I'm like, yeah, PlayStation people are are, are probably like speculating that Sony's going to buy them. And yeah, it doesn't really like you say. These things just don't leak, or, or you know, we, they, we normally just hear about it when it happens. So, them leaking out is is the exception. Like, Obsidian was heavily rumored before Microsoft bought them, hmm. uh, and that was because somebody who's a bit of a known leaker and had a bit of a backdoor into Microsoft's um, like Xbox server backend found a letter of intent for Microsoft to acquire them literally about a year before it happened. Um, and then after a while, people are, I guess it isn't happening then. And then what was it XO 18? Was it, was it 19? I can't remember now when they announced them, but even then they announced in exile right before them and nobody saw that coming. And then you've got like Nixis on the PlayStation side, not Nixis, um, blue point, sorry. <clears throat> Who did the demon souls remake. That was kind of known ahead of time because somebody in, I think somebody in Sony Japan fucked up and like accidentally uploaded an image um, to their servers that someone then found like, announcing it. And that was like a good couple of months before, I think. But these are like the exceptions to the rule. The vast, vast majority of them do not leak. And when they do, it's someone making a big error like that rather than whispering to insiders. Because, um, like you, you read up about things when when a studio gets <coughs> excuse me when a studio gets acquired and you have like interviews with like people and they talk about about the process. Like I think Fergus Urquhart from Obsidian talked about it, and it was like literally like four people at the studio know it's happening, and uh, all the employees find out when the public does. So unless your source is like one of the leaders of the studio, you're not going to find out about it. And if they're one of the leaders of the studio, they're probably not stupid enough to leak it. So, yeah, we'll see if anything happens, but I, I'm not expecting anything. Yeah, I mean, who knows? You're right, maybe something might happen, but we'll wait and see. Um, yeah, this is like becoming like the arms race of video games, isn't it? Both Microsoft and Sony just throwing money at everything can see what happens and there's just <laughs> nintendo just doing their thing in, a, in the background it's like oh kind of like we're that they that's not their their style they they sub they um they they got their, their niche sort of not niche but you know they've got their audience um and nintendo can't do any any wrong um which is bullshit uh, i think i'm going on a fun tangent here but i think like like <laughs> Play a uh, PlayStation, um, Nintendo. As much as I, I like them, <coughs> I think I think people just sort of let them get away with so much shit. 
it's just so annoying that we you can't really criticize Nintendo without people like coming to defend them. I'm like, <laughs> even like they like they're not as bad. They they like I don't oh, I don't hear about it as you know like male um immoral uh, practice like uh, immoral practices at work and stuff like that. I don't hear about anything like that. But um, there are a Japanese companies, so they probably work their workers to death there pretty much. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just like with Nintendo, they you know, I, I, it still pisses me off that their first party games never ever go on sale, never. And if they do say it's on sale, it goes by, by like a two pound or something like five or off. Yeah, best. it's like wow, holy shit! You're, this this game has been out for like ten years and it's still full price, <laughs> and it was just like yeah, well, it's Nintendo, it's their thing. I was like oh. Yeah, so I'm not that mad on Mario games, but like, um, my mate did actually buy me Mario Odyssey for Christmas last year, I think, um, because I just hadn't got around to buying it. But I was like, I was like, oh, if I saw Mario Odyssey for like 25 quid, I'd buy it and just give it a go. But I'm not that nuts on it that I'm gonna like spend 50 quid. So it just yeah. sat in my wish list for years, and then like a mate of mine went, there you go got it for you but yeah like i i buy a lot more nintendo games if they went on sale because there's a lot of games i'm like yeah i guess i'd I'd, I'd play it but i'm not like not really that fussed about playing it day one and then it just feels shit to buy a game three years after it's released for full price it just it's just not a nice experience yeah i mean breath of the wild it's still full price that's been out for about two years uh, no, wait longer than that, hasn't it? Five years. Five years, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, um, it was at the launch of the Switch. The yeah. La- oh, yeah, that's another thing we could have mentioned, I guess. The Switch is now five years old. Yeah, happy birthday, Switch. I don't play as much, my Switch as much as I should or like to. It's sort of just there in front mm. of me now, and it's just gathering dust. Um, it was the same with my PlayStation 4 and my non-existent PlayStation 5. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's got... Oh, I don't know, man. I need to go away more so I can utilize its handheld capabilities. <laughs> but obviously, with the lockdowns and stuff, no, I haven't really been on holiday or taking any trips. So I need to take a trip somewhere, just you know, just get on a bus and on a train or well, no bus because trains are fucking expensive in this country. And just go somewhere in the, in, in the UK and just like bring my Switch and maybe take a trip to like Cornwall, Scotland, or. I don't know. It's just somewhere just to utilize its its um its you know its primary function of being handheld. Mm. Uh, that's the whole thing about it. But uh, speaking of Breath of the Wild, um, part of the news is that um Breath of the Wild Two has been pushed back to two thousand and three. Um, yeah. No reason so why. Next or... spring, I think they said. Was there a reason? Uh, there was. A. G. L. Numa, who's like the head of the Zelda franchise at Nintendo, put out a short video explaining it i can't remember off the top of my head uh what he said now but i think it's just sort of like part it's probably a lot of it down to the ongoing pandemic and just wanting to make sure it's as polished as it can be because what nintendo do price their games very high and they don't put them on sale but they do tend to come out very polished so there's that um not the, not the new pokemon that looks like dog shit it does look <laughs> terrible doesn't it? it looks fucking rubbish <laughs> I, I i had this um this conversation with one of the guys in that WhatsApp group I mentioned, he's a big Pokemon fan. And I was like, I don't, I don't play Pokemon to be clear. So it's very easy for me to criticize it. Like the yeah. last one I played was Pokemon red back yeah. in what 1999 or whatever it was. And, um, 
I, I was watching videos of the new one, Arceus or whatever it's called, before it came out. And I was just typing this group. I was like, man, Game Freak and Pokemon Company should be fucking ashamed. And he was like, why? I was like, what do you mean why? Look at this fucking game. It looks like an early PS2 game. He's like, yeah, but it's Pokemon. I know it would be good. I was like, yeah, how much, how, how much do they sell? Like tens of millions. And the games look like that. Like they could, they, sh- they should be doing better. Honestly, it's, it's. Like I say, everyone I don't gives... play Pokemon. I don't care about no. Pokemon, but it's embarrassing. Like I say, everyone gives Nintendo a, a pass just because they're Nintendo. <laughs> if there's any other company or games company, people will be on that shit and crew. They're like, oh yeah, it doesn't look very good. You know, graphics are a bit, a bit bad. Uh, the gameplay is horrendous. And people, people go, but I'm having, but I'm having fun, and because it's Pokemon, and you know, it's how it is. I'm just like, oh, fair. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, the fun is the main, the main thing, but it could look a lot fucking better than it does. Like, like, I'm it like you, so, man. So um, I've, I, the last Pokemon game I played was Pokemon Yellow. I played Blue, and then I got Yellow. Uh, yeah, that was the last time, and I, yeah, that was like last century. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Pokemon guy. I tend to think yeah, they're all the, the, the fucking previous millennium. The the, the 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 fucking same game. Like, I'm just like, oh, great. But they're like, oh, you got more Pokemon. I'm like, oh, well. gotta so, catch them all once again. Yeah, I was like, oh, great. Yeah, I've I've lost track of how many Pokemon there is. Like, I used to watch the TV show when I was younger. I think like every the TV show it was good fun. Yeah, I think like like every like sort of kid back back in the nineties watched that crap, and um, I honestly thought it was gonna be like a a fad, but it's just stuck around, man. It's still still going. You know, God bless everyone. But I like. People go to like when you in in Japan, you got the to- Pokemon stores there, and you know, uh, I don't know, man. Like it's not, I don't really get it. I mean, I, we went, we've been to some, didn't we? And been to one. I think that yeah, was I in. Remember, Nikki was quite excited about it, wasn't she? What, what, what was it in Sunrise? It was City? Ikebukuro, wasn't it? I think it wasn't the one in Sun, not Sun City. Oh, I can't remember. I remember it being in the uh, in a department yeah, in, yeah. A, in a shopping center. Yeah, it was a big a big shopping center. That was uh, that was in Ikebukuro, wasn't it? I think. Oh, uh, okay, but it, it has a name, so. didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has yeah. a name. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember. I like, think it's some, something close to what you said. Yeah, but, Fun yeah. Garden Sunrise City. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, me, I'm just like, oh, I, I, I like, I, I will go just because my nerdy side, and I yeah. just like, oh, look, it's cool. But walk around I, and look at stuff. But... I never buy anything, and um. I kind of find it weird, like like people like it, but you know, people it is what it is. People like find what I like weird. Like I got like fucking anime figures and stuff. People probably think, oh, that's that's kind of strange. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, like yeah, I, I don't be- I don't care if people like it. That's that's totally fine. I just think like for the amount of money that franchise rakes in, the games should look a fucking hell of a lot better than they do. Mm. It just like. Can you imagine if, like, I don't know, like, say, Sony made a God of War game or something that looked like that, or like the next Uncharted game looked like a PS3 game or something? Yeah, you'd be like, "This is what you do. You make these big cinematic games, and you can't even make it look nice. What the fuck?" Mm. It's kind of like same kind of energy. Mm. I just don't understand how why people aren't kind of like getting a bit sick of it now. Yeah, because they just seem so cheap. Honestly, 
And it's like one of the biggest, if not the biggest, multimedia franchises in the world. And rakes in billions every year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, like you say, they, they, they could put out like a an ugly looking game and people will buy it just because it's Pokemon, you know? So, that's, you know, like people will just pay for it and... <laughs> <laughs> no one really complains about it or anything. Well, some people do, but they always let like let Nintendo they get drowned out. Yeah, and even the people who say it looks ugly, they're like, "Well, yeah, I'm having fun." That's the main <laughs> thing. Yeah, I'm having good ugly fun. <laughs> but you can't, you can't, you can't say that. Um, you can't give that same uh, criticism to like a game like Horizon. Um, it looks fucking really good. Um. I haven't played it. I played a bit of the first one, um, not completed it, but it it, it it does look really good. And um, I think there was like a little thing, a little uh, Twitter spat on um, about um, Elden Ring from some of the developers who worked on um, on Horizon. They were like making little digs at, at Elden Ring. Um, mm. I think they deleted the tweets, but I did hear, heard about it some of the lead like directors and stuff because you know they put so much effort into like quest structure and stuff like that and Elden Ring has quests but it's like sort of like it's a different sort of like uh opposite to like uh to how um Elden Ring structures their quests you know obviously with uh, Horizon they it's all like you know you've got that cinematic cutscenes, the dialogue great facial animations and stuff like that great um voice acting and stuff and of the other end, you've got Elden Ring where you just sort of like come across a PC who does a NPC doesn't really move, just sort of sits there. You know, you talk and there's your character mute. Uh, there's no sort of cinematics or nothing like that. It's just sort of like, oh, here's a quest. <laughs> go, go here. <laughs> Have you been to the Frost yeah. Grave Hollow? Yeah. And I think like somebody made that up, but that could definitely yeah. be a place. That to probably could be, yeah. I mean, like, and I think like the developers would like aiming little digs at it and going, "Oh, come, here's us developing all these great like cinematics and stuff and um, quest structures." <laughs> and people are like, yeah, they're having a dig at Elden Ring, <laughs> a bit better, bit bitter, because it has been overshadowed. Like no one talks about um, Horizon. Everyone's yeah, just talking yeah, about literally Elden being Ring. forgotten. Yeah, every like YouTuber, streamer content creator you know social media person just playing Elden Ring and and yeah, there's but I mean they had to see it coming mm. the, the the blame lies with like whoever at Sony and Gorilla was okay that as a release date because <clears throat> like like you said like the Soul series started off quite niche oh yeah very niche but yeah. then every title after like grew and grew I think Dark Souls 3 top 10 million um so it's it was very much primed for elden ring and like you'd see on forums and everything every time before like a big showcase came out it's like is elden ring gonna be there is elden ring gonna be there mm. every like vote for like, most anticipated game elden ring always elden ring always won it by a landslide so you could you, everybody saw this coming like um maybe like scores like 97 on metacritic are a bit of a surprise but everyone knew it was going to be in the 90s at least Everyone knew it was going to be a big deal. Everyone knew it was going to sell millions. So there's no real excuse for dropping your game like a week before other than, I don't know, arrogance. I don't want to like ascribe emotions to this thing too much because, you know, maybe they just need it out before their financial year ended. 
at the end of March, but it's it was not a good idea to launch it anywhere near yeah, Elden Ring. I think it would have been a, a more sensible idea to push back the release date by a couple of months just so that Elden Ring sort of hype dies down. Then you have mm. like you drop this new AAA game from an acclaimed studio, yeah. and, and then it's the big new thing everyone moves on to. Yeah, but yeah. you know everyone's just talks about it. <laughs> Elden Ring. Let's, I wanted it, we could have done a podcast about let's talk about Elden Ring if we even played it, but we don't play <laughs> that game. You know, it seems like everyone's just talking and playing about. And there's loads of memes, a lot of like people on Twitter just going, "Oh, I really miss playing Elden Ring." Oh. Let's play some Elden Ring. Who wants to join me? And I was like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Maybe I've like... also seen some people say it kind of outstays its welcome a bit. Yeah. Like, I loved it for like 30 hours, but now I'm 90 hours in and it just doesn't end. And it's just like, long. Yeah, and they're just I... like, I keep finding new parts of this map and it just doesn't seem to end. And it's like, I loved it, but it's kind of, it's so intense that I don't need 100 hours of this. Mm. that seems yeah. to be a thing i don't now. think the tide is turning at all but it's just like there's some people uh, a bit like, yeah it's a bit much it's a bit too much i do think like um like games like like obviously like dark souls and, and bloodborne really helped the hype as well because that was a really well-loved game um that came out i, didn't, I haven't played it but people would talk about it saying it's, it's a masterpiece and i'm pretty sure like elder is going to win game of the year i, I can't I don't, I don't think anything else is going to really I'm pretty sure uh, it's penciled in already I mean I'm pretty sure some of the the people who decide have already put that on the game of the year top number one um, it wouldn't surprise me uh, it's got so much hype behind it people still talking about it. it's I can't see anything else like what else has been released this year like in the end of the year Starfield ah yeah Maybe. I think Starfield will do very, very well, but I think people are going to still be like, no, Elden Ring, mate. I, I, I think Nothing's a lot of, topping Elden Ring. I think, uh, and because it's like a Xbox exclusive, I think a lot of the Sony fans will probably like shit on it, no matter how good it is. Because um, I think like some of them still think that it might come out on PlayStation. I'm like, no, it's not, not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, some of them definitely do. Like when sort of talking about the Activision acquisition again and there was that uh blog post i think it was brad smith the president of microsoft he came out and wrote a blog post about like getting ahead of um legislation and um like ftc investigations and stuff and he was like to be clear we will keep call of duty and other popular activision blizzard titles on playstation and now and then like as soon as that happened people were like does that mean Starfield's come to PS5? Then I'm going to get Starfield on my PS5. I'm like, that's 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 not an Activision game. Like, just people have just gone nuts because of that. Because like, Call of Duty is going to stay multi-platform. They're like, all right, now I guess all of Microsoft games are going to be on PlayStation Five. Excellent. And it's just been very silly to watch. But yeah, there are still people that just seem to be now assuming that Starfield will be coming to PS5, even though it was announced as an exclusive last year. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, yeah, I think I don't want to get into like suggesting there's a bias in like the media, but yeah, I think I think it will have a lesser impact being on Xbox and PC because I do think it's it's probably more a function of just kind of because PS4 was so successful, which became sort of like the de facto like the default console. It was, and, yeah, um, they 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 completely ruled last gen. 
Yeah, and that 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 you can see that um, reflected in the media as well because a lot of the people that are writing for gaming sites. And remember, this is in, in, this is enthusiast press, so they're just you know they're people like you and me really that have got into it. Um, but uh, most of them tend to lean PlayStation just because you know that was kind of almost everyone leaned PlayStation last gen. So I think there is kind of a sort of an unconscious bias maybe there rather than sort of like a desire to see Xbox fail or anything. But, but yeah, I think it might, Starfield might struggle a little bit more than it otherwise would have done maybe. But I don't think it'll be overtaking Elden Ring anyway. Everyone's just gone nuts for that game. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, like you say, like because of the domination of PlayStation last gen, it's, it was very much like a, it wasn't even a two- horse race it was just a one horse race xbox that would chop the ball they did some good stuff but i think the the bit the taste that you know the launch and the always online and all that stuff really left a bad taste in people's mouths and they sort of never really for, not forgave them but forgot about it and like you say like playstation did have the best exclusives back last gen they did and xbox it's all like like xbox sort of just gave up with that gen it's like well <laughs> fuck it we've lost this but now you know let's just start planning for the next one pretty much they started buying studios publishers you know the game pass backwards compatibility they started focusing on that and they're gonna well we're gonna just put all like focus on this and then when the new xbox comes out well we have a better ecosystem which they which to be fair they they have done you're gonna see, see we're starting to see the fruits of the um of all that um acquisitions come coming you know, we're gonna see that it's gonna come and um I'm, I'm really looking forward to it but it's still this like you say there's still people who've like got this thing in the mentality of their head where no matter what they release like xbox studios they're gonna hate on it no matter how good it is because i find like when certain games release on on xbox no matter how good it is they always the people tend to find fault with it like you know like criticisms which is fair like every game has crit but i tend because i watch a lot of like obviously like reviews on youtube and stuff and anything that's wrong anything they they will harp on that and i'm not mentioning names or or, or, or channels or anything but i do notice that and it kind of like it does annoy me anything wrong with that that the the first party game they will jump on that and really like sort of hammer home the fact that that, that there's there's like a bug or you know something like that graphical infidelity you know what i mean like but uh yeah i don't know like it's just i kind of wish people would just i was like with, with me like what happened with xbox last gen it, it did kind of like sting i was like oh man they've really dropped the ball Obviously, like um, I remember yeah. at the reveal, you were like, "Fuck this! I'm getting a PS4." Yeah, I was just. <laughs> and like, I was like, I, I was, I looked at you. I was like, "What about Halo?" Then you're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's just um, I um, hopefully like people be a bit more when Starfield comes out because there's a lot of hype behind that as well. But if there's, if I say if there's like a a glitch or a bug. People are just gonna shit on it, man. <laughs> even if it's a slight the game, there'll be there'll be bugs. Even if there's a oh, yeah, but even if there's like a slight <laughs> something wrong, people go, oh, you know, still had fun with it. It's like with the Halo game, people there was some criticisms for that, rightly so. 
especially the multiplayer, but the, the campaign, there was some some criticism because people go, oh, it's very repetitive. I'm like, well, you know, people, you know, people play Pokemon and that's just the same most, fucking yeah, thing. Most games are repetitive. Yeah, no, like Pokemon, it's the same. It's been releasing the same game every like nothing's different it's the same thing and you just go around <laughs> catching pokemon and battling and that's about it that's the same thing but you know like no one really talks about that that, that repetitive because that's the core of the game it's just get pokemon have them fight and catch them in the ball and that's it yeah. i mean most most games are repetitive you're doing the same thing at hour 30 than you that you were doing at hour one really mm-hmm. maybe you've got a couple more skills but you're essentially doing the same thing but it's just think it's i don't know i think it's kind of a poor point of um criticism because it i think when people say oh it's repetitive what they they mean something else but they don't know how to articulate it mm-hmm. because no, literally all games are repetitive that's kind of that's almost the point of games to be repetitive mm-hmm. like you're playing a first person shooter you're going through a level and you're shooting people with pretty probably the same guns that you're going to do the same next level with and um, you know, pressing the same buttons, getting the same results. So yeah. I think what I think I think it's just a failure to articulate what they actually mean when a lot of people say something's repetitive. Yeah, and like they 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 re, there was re, re, ugh, let me start that again. Recently, there was a um, a release of how well like the 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 consoles have been selling, and I think overall Xbox has been has outsold the playstation for the for for a certain period and i saw that on twitter and um yeah like people were saying you should discount the xbox series s from the sales i'm like why (laughs) well (laughs) they were like yeah you discount now that's not that's not fair i was like it's a next-gen console it's just a digital version and people like oh it's not really a a next-gen console i was like it is. <laughs> it's exactly it's, the same architecture. Because that's sold that is sold really well. And because of the price, it's like what two hundred and something quid pound, I think. Two I think it's two hundred and forty nine yeah. quid. And it's very yeah, it's very it's very cheap. Very cheap. And it's so small and portable, people can uh, take it on holiday with them if they wanted to. I mean you've seen that X screen thing that somebody yeah. did. Yeah, you can attach a screen. <laughs> so make it like a little laptop. Yeah, looks good. So um yeah, I just like even when they do things well, there's always going to be people who just want to criticize it just for being um, Xbox. And obviously, like people were like saying Microsoft need to buy some studios. Well, they went and done that, and then we're like, no, that's not fair. You're going to get a monopoly. <laughs> not those on ones. Them. Yeah, that's not fair. You're getting a monopoly on them. No, no, <laughs> that's against the law. It's like, oh god. So, Xbox has no games. They need to make more. They need to make more games. Okay, we'll buy some studios. Not that. No, not like that. Not like. Let it happen gradually and naturally. I'm like, what, what are you on about, man? <laughs> Most studios are bought. Sometimes there's a couple of them are built in house, and then, but majority of it, you like playstation's done it they bought like Bun- bungie and other studios they they do it as well you know they bought yeah, almost naughty, all of their studios they, they, naughty bought. dog wasn't built in-house it was bought you know they built they made games before they started making uncharted so <laughs> you know but yeah it's just like oh what, what can what, what can you do um, oh, there'll always be a contingent of like fanboys on either side of the divide that would just hate no matter what. But I think a lot of the discourse is people that want to be seen to be on the right side. And then when the tide starts to turn a bit, 
not necessarily like Xbox is everyone loves Xbox now and PlayStation is hated. But like when when the mind when the perception of Xbox starts to turn around, which I do think it will in the coming years, people will kind of come around and they won't be posting like shit takes and memes and stuff all the time. It's just it's just like the human nature to want to be like seen as part of the crowd. Because I saw it happen when um, like gen before last when the 360 was kind of the console to have like i know the ps3 ended up basically i think they effectively tied if not the ps3 very very slightly outsold the xbox 360 by the end but you can't really deny that the 360 was effectively the default console for that gen and i saw people on forums like there was in particular there's one poster on eurogamer that was like an obnoxious xbox fanboy and then in the ps4 gen when everything turned around he became an obnoxious ps4 fanboy it's just a lot of it is just people just wanting to be to be like on the winning team and they'll just like they'll change their allegiances like that as soon as as soon as the market realities change so i think people will come around they'll start shit posting less and memeing less and um but yeah i think it's just the nature of people but there will always be fanboys unfortunately i mean like um fanboys suck talking about xbox and all that um you know Game Pass has proven to be a great success, and people saying, "Oh, that's not really fair to the developers." You know, I don't mind paying seventy quid for a PlayStation game, but now Good for you, I certainly won't. <laughs> but now, PlayStation, there was talks of their having their rival one. Now, all of a sudden, it's a good thing. Project Spartacus, what it was called, and they have released um, um, a new subscription service, but it's not in the same sort of vein as game pass it's basically just like the playstation it's in now and the what was the other one ps plus ps plus just being merged into one mm. and people are like, oh there we which are which is There's... not particularly exciting it's the game pass. it's the game pass killer i'm like <laughs> not really it's gonna no. kill it's gonna kill game pass by not being as good as game pass yeah and i'm just like you don't get it's nothing from none of the exclusives are day one releases or anything like that and you know i don't think you can even play play as ps3 games or anything like that they got a huge back catalog which which is this is pretty good but um yeah it's not as it's not a game pass and people like who criticized game pass was jumping on that for the fact because it's playstation They're like yeah here we go let's let's do it and i'm just like um it's not really the same thing but there you are man like people were like it's just like this is going to be the game pass killer it's going to bury him and it's not really the game pass equivalent unfortunately bring up the details here so you've got three tiers i think mm-hmm. uh playstation plus essential at 6.99 a month uh well that's great british pounds it'll be mm-hmm. different if you're watching elsewhere obviously mm-hmm. offers the same benefits as playstation plus does now so like online play and um uh, a couple of free games a month and stuff so, namely, two two monthly downloadable games, online multiplayer access, cloud storage, and extra discounts. So, basically, what you get with um, Xbox Live Gold, really. Except, to be fair, the PlayStation Plus games tend to be better because Games with Gold has been terrible for a while. Um, they could just merge that. 
Yeah, they should get they should get rid of it, but rid of it's it, free. Yeah. It's effectively free money, isn't it? Mm. So it'll probably take a while for that to go away. But yeah, that's that's basically that's your introductory tier. It's literally just PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. and then PlayStation Plus Extra, which is ten ninety nine a month. Now, bear in mind, ten ninety nine a month is the same amount that Game Pass Ultimate costs, which gives you Game Pass on the console, Game Pass on the PC, and Xbox Live Gold and games with gold, along with that. So PlayStation Plus Extra, ten ninety nine a month, gives you stuff you get from the previous one. So basically PlayStation Plus, and additional three hundred and forty games. PS three games available to stream, while PS one, PS two, and PSP games will be available to stream or download. I'm guessing that means some will be downloadable, but some will be stream only. Um, time limited game trials will also be included. Wait, no, I've jumped ahead there. That was that was premium. That was a premium one at thirteen forty nine. Yeah, PlayStation Plus Extra, you get PS Plus and you get a catalogue of four hundred PS4 and PS5 games to download. Including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalogue and third party partners. Um that's the same cost as Game Pass Ultimate, but you don't get any games like any new games day one, which is kind of what a lot of people subscribe to Game Pass for. That's kind of the point. That's the main reason I think a lot of people subscribe. And then obviously premium is the one I just mentioned that gives you PS3, PS1 and PS2 and PSP on top of that. So it's quite a big catalogue. Like if you go for the top end one, $13.49 a month, you get basically a catalogue of over 700 games, but they're all old games. Some of them might be like within the last year or so, but they're not new. You're not getting any new releases with it. So... It's, I mean, it's not Game Pass. <laughs> it is literally just merging PS Plus and PS Now, two services they already had. That's it. And it's not really particularly interesting or exciting, if you ask me. Oh, that sounds good. Man, Jesus. But anyway, man, let's... Um, well, uh, there's another t- like a slight topic we want to talk about. And uh, that is that there'll be no E3 this year, Mr. Watts. None. No live. No E3 at all. No digital, no online thing. Nothing. It's just nothing. So let's just talk about that. Like, is, is E3, is it dead, Mr. Watts? Let me ask you your question. Your I think opinion. it probably is dead. <laughs> it's been dying that for makes a while. me sad. I like I mean, E3, man. <laughs> I, I love it. I really like uh, E3. But when was the last one? 2019? So, what, the live obviously, one? I mean... Well, the last time they did anything. And they did one last year, didn't they? Did they do anything last year? Yeah, because I remember PlayStation just didn't turn up for like two years. I mean, PlayStation hasn't turned up for God knows how long. Yeah, you're right. They did did an online event last year and they didn't do anything in 2020. So, yeah. Okay, so there's only been one year they didn't have it other than this year. I thought thought they hadn't done it since 2019, but I was wrong. There was one last year. Yeah, I remember watching it. I, was, I think I streamed the Xbox showcase. Um, I was in Devon at the time, so I kind of missed it all, which is probably why I thought it should been cancelled. Mm. But, but yeah, I mean, okay, so two out of the last three years it's been cancelled, which, which isn't great, really. Um, and you have to wonder if it's going to come back at all. Uh, Jeff Keighley is really pushing his Summer Games Fest, which I thought was shit last year, quite honestly. It wasn't. No really offence to Jeff. 
it was spread out over like what six weeks or something and it was just like most of it was just like news that you could just you'd happily just read about on a website and um there was it just felt like it felt like maybe half of an e3 showcase split over like six weeks uh, i thought it sucked but hey maybe it'll get better this year because he announced it like right after e3 announced that it was cancelled so so I guess if if everyone has nowhere else to go, maybe it'll be better. But I don't know. I like E three, man. I like the whole. Yeah. It's like it's it's like video games Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was the at the 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 premier the premier sort of uh, showcase. Obviously, like X um, PlayStation, Nintendo did their own thing now. Uh, their own showcase. I don't think Xbox do. They don't do their one, which they might start doing one now if there's no E three um so yeah it's kind of lost its relevancy and obviously playstation didn't turn up for the last couple of ones um and it turns out like it's maybe people are losing interest it's just so easy to get information these days and probably easy just to do your own thing like each company can save a lot of money just present and have all the focus on them doing their their own showcase so i think that's the way it's going to be but it's a shame it's like it was like an event it is an event you know what I mean? Like everyone talks about it, everyone gets together. We used to do that. We used yeah, to cut one E three. Yeah, I mean, we we used to grab grab beers and meet up and like watch it together, like uh, 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 as a social thing. And it's just like it's exciting. It gets the it gets the butterflies going in your stomach, like when you like when the, the announcements and uh, and and show um, um, trailers are, are revealed. It was good, but now it's just not to have anything. It just seems like oh, I hope it's not like um it's not permanently cancelled because it, it's, it's, it's such a shame because I, I do like it. I like the whole spectacle of it and uh, the, the, the gossip and the talking about it. And, you know, we were talking about amongst our friends and stuff like that. And just like, Oh, have you seen, did you see that? Oh, this is, this is going to be released. This is, it's great. And um, to have one, not at all. Any, it just seems wrong in, in, in some way. Uh, as much as it's lost relevancy, and some people might be happy it's gone, I don't see why people take pride, um, take pleasure from seeing E three just disappear. I don't know why they. Yeah, some people I have so much hate, hate hate for it. Like, what, all they're doing is just showcasing and displaying new tech, new games, new new studio acquisitions, new everything. You know, like, and some people are like, oh yeah, I'm glad E three's going. Oh, yeah, I I really don't get that because like there's. There are there are all these other things like you've got like Nintendo Direct and uh, Sony's State of Play and then like yeah. Xbox did their um, they did two events in twenty twenty and they one in May and one in July. Mm. Uh, none of none of any of that stuff is as good as the best E three conferences and a lot of that is because of the crowd like the crowd reaction kind of uh, elevates it like you're not gonna you get you do digital events now you're not gonna get anything like people losing their mind over like the acquisitions at Microsoft's 2018 E3 or like when um, Sony announced um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Shenmue 3 and The Last Guardian in one conference and everyone went absolutely mental or like Keanu Reeves turning up at the uh, Xbox E3. Like you don't get any of that stuff without a crowd. It just doesn't work as well. Like you just it's just you sitting in your room with your laptop on going ah, on your own like it's not the same I, I always not, not I always good. I always wanted to go to e3 it was always one of my life 
goals or to, to go I, I just to go and just experience it you know mm. back then it wasn't open to the um very exclusive it was just you by invite only it was a trade show yeah. yeah and um i always love thought to myself oh man if you get enough clout maybe one day <laughs> they invite us we can go just to go and just to walk around like wayne's world like flashing yeah, the lanyards over like I see people like people do vlogs about when they're going to E3 and stuff. It looks so like it cool and interesting, and because it's you know obviously in America, we you know we get to go. You get to go to to, to the states and and um, it's soaking it. But like when we go to cons and stuff, we and um, when the atmosphere is really good, you just like well, you like that expression, just soak in the atmosphere and just enjoy it and just take everything in. Um, I believe well, we had a really good experience. Uh, the Hyper Japan. The first one we ever went to, which I think was in Earl's Court, and I just yeah. that was such a good um con because it was like our first one, but plus it had such a, a really good atmosphere. Like the smells, you had the food, like the smells of the of the of the, of the Japanese food. Yeah, the person walking around with their on the the, the backpack full of um uh, was it Kirin beer, just going around. Yeah. Oh, it was so good, man. They had all like handing the, out fans as well. Oh, yeah, it was like really good. There was like great stores there. The layout was good. It was just a friendly atmosphere. And then just thinking, wow, man. And we remember we were just there, just going, oh, 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 we can stay here for ages, man, just soaking it in. You had the new people play, performing on stage and you had the new like, people like music and stuff like that. It was just great. So chill, man. We're there with our beer and just enjoying it and having some, something to eat and just taking it all in. And I kind of like wanted that. For, to see what e3 was like obviously they opened it to the public so i was thinking well if we can't go as you know invite invite we can go ourselves and get a ticket and just go there and make it a little holiday but now if, if it's gone you never get to experience that which i think is a shame because it's like mm. you know i wanted to, to, t- to taste the atmosphere like taste the experience just have a sort of opportunity to just go there and just sit in your seat and watch all these trailers or go around to the to the stores and to try the demos and stuff like that just i don't know man it's just it's a shame because we we have like like we have euro gamer um here but that got cancelled that this year plus it got moved from london to to birmingham (laughs) (laughs) moved it away from from london back to birmingham after one year back in london and and then cancelled cancelled it so i don't know if that's like a thing they're going to do is is it are they going to switch between cities um who knows like but it's it's cancelled that's gone but it'll it'll, it'll be back next year and that's a it's a good that's it's pretty good like not bad i remember the last time we went there we just sort of didn't play any games we just sort of walked around drank beer and saw johnny chiodini walking to, to the stage and i said hey johnny and he's just like oh hello see you in the show i was like oh <laughs> we're not <laughs> you, coming in <laughs> we're not coming in get, get us some free tickets but um <laughs> yeah to have that not there not that this that whole week gone out of your calendar because i always used to mark it down like, oh, e3's coming up man it's gonna be good three days mm. of like showcases and... soak it all in yeah let's take it in man Rewatch all the trailers yeah, over and yeah. over again and now it's just nothing it's just nothing's gonna happen it's kind of like there's a thing that sort of brought you know the, the gaming community together it's like that thing that sort of everyone can sort of get into and invest and now it's not there it's just like oh what are we well i can't I, I don't want it to go permanently because it's like 
it's a fixture, isn't it? It's like you say, it's our game. It's I mean, like it's, Christmas, it's been around it? nearly 30 years. Yeah. 1995 was the first one. So it's like it's been almost the entire time I've been into video games, there's been an E3. Mm. Had that, just, had that gone and that part of the, the gaming culture gone it just seemed really wrong in some ways and i don't understand why people revel in the fact that it's it's it's, it's I, lost I, the relevancy yeah, or, or being canceled. i genuinely don't get it when people are like yes it's dead honestly like if you're one of these people like, i'm not calling you out or anything i just genuinely don't understand leave a comment below explaining why you hate e3 because i just don't get it like yeah what are we missing here uh why don't we? Why I, I don't see why people dislike it. Um, am I missing something here? Well, please like inform me on your opinion and let me know why you dislike it. Because I just think people dislike it for the sake of disliking it. Because I can't see why people don't want to have a new free. Maybe because it's too corporate. I don't know. I mean, it's gaming like, is corporate. It's a business, you know. <laughs> if you haven't like, accepted uh, that at this point, yeah. then. I mean, I know, I know, like old Phil Spencer comes in there with his gaming t-shirts and stuff, but he's he's, he's in the business. They're there to like, sell your product to make money, so that, uh, that it is a that, no hiding from that. You know, you you do have people on it who like in their suits and stuff, like especially like especially with the. EA like um, showcases where they um, just sort of these sports games and stuff it's like that. So corporate, so, isn't it? The E3 yeah. one. I just don't like. They try to put inject some humor into it. They had that presenter on there. She was trying to. It just looks a bit awkward. But I still. That's the whole part of it. I like that. The awkwardness of some of the presenters and stuff like that because it's great, great sport viewing and great TV and it makes good memes and it's great. People clip it and stuff. It's just great. It's just got. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I like it and like. But now it's gone. It's just you just don't get. I think people will miss it when it's gone, if it has. I think people will gone. miss it. Yeah. yeah. If it's definitely gone, people will start looking back at it fondly and thinking it wasn't that bad. I kind of miss that now. I kind of want to. One want thing. Back. One thing I do wonder is if Gamescom kind of like Gamescom is bigger than E3 in, in the sense of attendance anyway. But the one in the Germany conferences. Yeah, the conferences were never anywhere near as big as the E3 conferences. That was everyone treated E3 as like the the conference, and then like Gamescom was like, oh, I guess we've got one or two things left over. We can show it at Gamescom. So I do wonder if maybe Gamescom will push to kind of become the premier thing. Well, it's Gamescom so. I'd like to go to, but I I think like three hundred thousand people a day or some mad shit like that go to Gamescom. That, that one's always been open when, to the public as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Titanfall for Titanfall came out and there was talks of like um the queues to play it was six six hours long or something. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts. I remember when we we went to the uh, Eurogamer Expo the year before well, the year that was coming out or the year before, whatever. Um and they had it there and I we went to kind of speculatively queue up. We were like, Oh go and queue and if we're waiting I remember too long, that. Yeah, yeah. And I think we queued for fifteen minutes and the guy came along and he was like uh, yeah, you, you're not gonna you're not gonna play this before before the, the con closes, so you might as well leave. And we're like, okay, fine. Um, and that was mm-hmm. I think that was like an hour and a half, two hour queue. Mm-hmm. And at Gamescom, it was like six hours to, to queue to play that game. Like that, you might as well just not go to Gamescom. You're literally not you're not going to Gamescom. You're going to play a, a demo of Titanfall at that point. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't queue to play any games if I went to Gamescom, but I'd just like I, to go. I, just no, I wander around. 
I'll just go there like like I've been saying, just to take it in and experience the um, game. Yeah, I mean that's a good shout, man. Like Gamescom's in Germany. I think it's in Cologne. You know, yeah, two hour It'd be way easier for us to get to two hour flight. You know, and those Germans good at organizing things. Uh, good yeah. at beer. Good at beer. We can try it. Sample their beer. We can make a vlog of it of our adventures in Germany. Getting <laughs> <laughs> progressively more drunk. Oh, that's, I remember <laughs> one of our videos was um, when we went to Hyper Japan. I think it was the last one before the pandemic and uh, lockdown. And that video was purely us just drinking. I edited it. I was like, "This, it's just us just trying beer." Uh, so there like, was no other content. There was there, nothing really. else. We just like, oh, look, we got a beer here. What are you drinking there? Uh. To be fair, I think that was one of the weaker Hyper Japans because there wasn't really a lot going on other than, like, I think there was a there was a place selling a new beer that they were trying to introduce into the UK market, and then there was a place doing like a yuzu highballs and stuff, and then there was sake. They had like a free sake tasting sort of mini thing as well so that was literally always going on there there wasn't much else going on in that one which was kind of a shame but but yeah i feel like if we went to gamescom it'd be like sampling german um beers and curry verst or something sounds pretty awesome to me <laughs> should, man. yeah let's yeah. do it let's, go, <laughs> let's get it booked in let's go that's in when when is gamescom august of, i think august plenty of time man how how much are the tickets though? That's the question, isn't it? Mm. I might well actually look into that because I would like to go. Yeah, I mean I'll go, man. Two hour flight. Probably easier to get to Germany than it would to go to like to Eurogamer in Birmingham. You know? <laughs> probably yeah. probably cheaper, cheaper. Cheaper as well. Yeah, man. But our rail system here is a, the cost of it is absolutely atrocious. And for mm. not very good service as well. It's it's like you you would think it would be cheaper to to travel domestically on train in your in your country. It's not. It's fucking expensive, man. And they were like, "Oh, you got to book it like three or four months in advance to get a cheaper ticket." I'm like, "Why do you have to? Why? Mm. Why is that? Why? 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 I'm not. You, you, you know, like you don't plan your life in like two or three months in advance, man. Like sometimes you might just want to go somewhere. Say like you want to get get out of London or go see another part." want to go to Wales or the Cotswolds or something like that to get a train ticket one one way you're looking to spend like a something on the block like akin to like going on going abroad it's just fucking ridiculous and the trains are never on time they're always late you know what I mean the British like um transport system is not great um but London Overground is very efficient very good <laughs> It's the only part of the network that yeah. works. Yeah, that one and uh, the the Docklands is quite good as well. That's that runs really well. Um, other than that, um, Underground is pretty shit. Um, I don't know, like the tra local trains are just a, a joke. Um, I recently have been going back to the office for a couple of times a week, and they revised their timetable and made it worse. Absolute fucking! <laughs> I was like, well, great. You used to have like two, 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 two trains to London Bridge every half hour, and now there's one every like hour and a half. I was like, that that's Jesus, that's really bad. Yeah, but anyway, like like this is a gaming podcast. Not talking about the state of the country. Not a travel podcast, and like the, the cost <laughs> of traveling's gone up as well. The train fares gone up. Sadiq Khan's raised the um, TFL prices as well, which is not great. Um, 
I don't know where all these billions go. So it must go somewhere, man. Probably on the uh, the it's new. Not going into the rail network, yep. that's for sure. Maybe that new extent, that new um, train line, the Elizabeth line, is probably uh, it's the cross rail one. Is probably that's probably where the money's going. But they literally make billions. It's multi-billion dollar uh, pound company um, industry, and I don't know where all the money goes. It just goes somewhere. Fat cats, you know, CEOs get it. Mm. Whilst you know, like whilst the uh, average uh, punter just pays through the nose just to get from one zone so you to another, get big bonuses, mm. get big bonuses for failing to meet fucking yeah. quotas. Anyway, yeah. maybe we'll go to Gamescom this year if it well if it's on, it might yeah. not be on. I don't yeah. think it was on last year. I think they, I think it was digital only last year. Mm. Uh, so yeah, might look into that because I would like to go, mm-hmm. but I I do wonder if E three does end up just dying on its ass i do wonder if like the organizers of gamescom might push to make that sort of the premier gaming event of the year because um i don't know i i I have my doubts over whether jeff keely can pull something together that's that's as good as e3 was because like the game awards have their moments there's like two there's always like two or three moments that are pretty hype but most of it is a bit boring it's tons of ads in it which you know he's got to fund it somehow i get that but um i also kind of don't like how they give away a lot of award of awards during the uh ad breaks and stuff so you don't even see them it's supposed to be like a celebration of the industry but kind of gloss over the actual ad award stuff other than game of the year which is probably the only one most people care about to be fair but then like like i say his game fest summer game fest last year i thought was awful I didn't like it at all. It was just far too few big announcements spread over far too much time. Um, pretty much everyone said that. So hopefully that's feedback he's taken on board. Maybe, hopefully it'll be better this time. He has said it'll only be, he said, oh, it'll only, it'll only be um, in June, which makes it sounds like it's going to be a month long thing, which doesn't sound like much of an improvement to me. Doesn't need to be a month long thing. Make it a week long thing, two weeks at most. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't I'm not expecting it to be amazing. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. shame because E3 was often amazing. There were some great moments. You can't deny that. Great moments in E3. You know, from the from the from the from the good, like uh, um, having Keanu Reeves just turn up there. That was pretty unexpected. Then the bad with you know the Xbox One really uh, unveiling that, and then to the good to the funny where PlayStation trolled Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, boy, they're really trolling. Yeah, Sony, uh, Sony have fat form with that because they did the same to Sega back in hmm. when they uh, formally announced the PS One. Like Sega, kind of surprise launched the Saturn hmm. um, the night before. I think they had their conference the day before, and it was like. I think they announced it would be $399. And then the next day at Sony's conference, a guy literally walked on stage, just went 299 and then walked off stage. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, hey, like Sony that. have some form in doing stuff like that. That's like, that must really piss off like the other ones who go, oh, if we go first, they're going to undercast. And then we release our price. PlayStation go, let's knock a hundred off that. <laughs> Let's do that. We'll wait and see what what how how much they go. If it's three hundred, we we can knock off a of, uh, hundred of or fifty of that. Make us look better. But yeah, man, like those those things 
rally there. People, I'm, like I said, I think people are going to miss it, man. I really do. I think they're going to miss it. And um, yeah, you don't know how good you have it, have something until it's gone. It's the old expression, isn't it? Um, and yeah, I think like, if it definitely has gone, people are going to be like, you know what? I miss E3. Bring it back. Remember E3? That yeah. was fun, wasn't it? I mean, whatever happened to that? I mean, hopefully Gamescon can take its place and it's still something to look forward to, to mark down on your calendar. Uh, it's just this comp- three day gaming events coming back. But um, who knows, man? But um, yeah, I think I think we're gonna wrap it up there, Mister Rawls. If unless you got anything else you wanna you wanna get off your chest. No, I think that's about. Kind of rambled on for a fair while about some topics and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But... Stop farting, and by farting, I mean moving on the stupid creaky chair. He's, he's sitting on the drums, the drum stool. Uh, by the <laughs> way, folks, that's the creakiness. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm not flatulent. No, no, I hope not. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. If, uh, thanks for uh, watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, this podcast is available on most um, podcast platforms like Spotify and Amazon. Not 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 iTunes though. Not Apple Music. It's too complicated to set it up on there. <laughs> it takes too much of my time. So um, yeah, but um, yeah, we'll what what we got coming on the channel, Mister Ross? Because uh, obviously you've been ill, so your input has <laughs> not. Ha, 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 not is not has been not yeah it's been yeah, zero zero yeah i haven't um, done any, i haven't done anything for like a month yeah so um are we, are we got any, have you got any ideas have you got any plans uh i still have my lone echo let's play abridged series that i need to get back to obviously i haven't been able to play any vr while mm-hmm. being ill with covid um so i'll be hopefully getting back on that um sometime soon i was gonna i was gonna do a video of stranger of paradise final fantasy origin because i did pick that up um but nah it's just it's a weird game it would have been a weird video it's not good Uh, it's okay it's okay. The gameplay yeah. is fun. Everything else is kind of a mess, I guess, would be a good no. way to put it. But, um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. I guess I'll just see what comes to Game Pass over the next sort of week or so. If anything new drops, maybe I'll do a quick look video. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, same with me, man. Like, uh, probably like maybe another Game Pass video and put up and. Uh, we should be getting back to our let's co-op of uh, Resident Evil 5. Hopefully we'll be able to get that fucking finished as soon as possible because that's just... Please, uh, God. That's just painful at the moment. It's painful. But, um, yeah, man, like, it's good to have you back, Mr. Royals. And, uh, yeah, we'll be... Uh, we'll be... S- s- hopefully... Um, yeah. <laughs> getting back to more of a regular <laughs> schedule. So, yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks, so. thanks for listening. See you again. Goodbye. Everyone.